You are listening to Seek the Good, episode 36, Goddess in Progress. This is the podcast where we seek the good in life, in others, and in ourselves to create an extraordinary life. This is Seek the Good, and I'm your host, Jaquel Tool. Hello, friends. Welcome to the podcast. I am doing well. I am going to find out the gender of my baby in a few weeks at the end of February, and I'm so excited. <laughs> I hate, like, not being able to say he or she. I honestly could don't really care which gender I have. I have two boys already, and I'm totally good with having another boys. I've loved having boys. It's so fun. And if I have a girl, that's great, too. But I just, the main reason is I just want to be able to say he or she <laughs> when talking about the baby. That's why I want to know. So today I titled this Goddess in Progress because I really want us to think about our true potential and focus on that because I'm just so glad you're listening today because this one thing, focusing on who we can become instead of who we are not is going to make huge progress in your life and it's going to feel so much better. So this is so powerful and I know it will help you so much. So thank you for being here, taking this time to learn and to grow and to help you take like little steps towards creating the life that you love. I'm proud of you for doing that. So here's a question for you. Are we who we were or are we who we are right now or are we who we will be? Are we our past? Are we our present? Or are we our future? I think which one we decide on really determines where we end up going <laughs> and how we grow. And if we even grow, because what we focus on grows. So what if my focus is always on who I was in the past? Then I'm not, I'm just going to keep being that person in the past, or I'm even going to be a lesser, like a, not lesser version, but like a, like do things even worse than they did <laughs> because I'm focusing on that, right? So if I focus on who I once was, then that's the direction I'm going to be going. If I focus on who I am in the present moment, that's still not enough either. It's not like growing. It's just how it is right now. But if I focus on who I will be, I'm very clear about who that is and what that looks like and how she acts and what she does and how she thinks. And the clearer I can get on that and focus on that, the more I'm going to become like her, the more growth I will have. I think of this picture that I just bought by Youngsin Kim, and I'm pretty sure that's his name. <laughs> Sorry if I butchered that, but he is an amazing artist. He draws the most beautiful pictures, and my husband and I just bought this huge picture that he drew of of Christ above the water reaching into the water 
So from the perspective of the picture, it looks like we're the ones in the water. And he's reaching his hand in to grab us and to help us out of the water. Just like Peter, when he fell into the water and Christ reached out his hand and helped him up, we get to feel what it's like to be Peter in this picture. And it's so gorgeous. And the thing that I love most about this picture is the fact that Christ is smiling. His face looks so peaceful and happy and pleasant (laughs) as he's reaching into the water when we're probably feeling the opposite of that. We're feeling stressed and and suffocating and drowning and and he's not worried. You know why he's not worried? Because he knows the outcome. He knows we're not going to drown. He knows we're not stuck there. He knows we're going to be out and it's going to be fine in just a few seconds if we reach for his hand, which he knows we're going to. So he's not worried in that moment. And that's the same with like who we are. He's He doesn't see us as our past. He doesn't see us in our present even. What he sees is us in the future. He knows who we will be. And he's happy to like step in where we are and exactly who we are right now and help us to get there. Because he sees our potential and he knows we can reach it and he's going to help us reach us. So he's not worried at all. I love that. And we don't either. We don't have to be worried about that. We can be confident that we are going to become who we are supposed to become. And this reminds me of a book that I'm reading. It's by Jody Moore, my one of my life coaches. She's amazing. I'm training with her right now in advance, like an advanced certification to help me become a better coach. And it's been wonderful. I've gotten lots of practice coaching lots and lots of people and lots of different things. And it's helped so much. Anyways, this book is amazing. I really encourage you to read it. It's called Better Than Happy by Jody Moore. And that's the same as her podcast, but this is her book. And she has a chapter about repentance in it. And she talks about how she was going through this pretty intense repentance um, process. She had made a lot of mistakes and she really needed to change. And she was just feeling really heavy in that she wasn't being forgiven. And she felt like it was important that she felt godly sorrow. And she asked her bishop, I believe, she asked him, like, how she would know if she was really forgiven. And he said, you'd feel like this burden was lifted. Like, you just feel feel lighter and, and you would just know that you were forgiven. And, and she kept not feeling that. And she was feeling like something was wrong. And she kept not knowing it at the time, but she was really holding on to thinking she was terrible and and really wanting to feel godly sorrow. So to her, what that looked like in the moment was thinking of how bad it was, the decision she had made, and like really understanding and thinking those things were so bad and focusing on that and feeling like she was terrible for doing that. And she was doing that because she thought that was godly sorrow and was necessary for repentance. And she was on a business trip and she had two baggages behind her that she was rolling and she was about to go up an escalator that said 
to not go up the escalator if you have baggage. And she was in a rush, though, so she decided to anyway. And as she got on the escalator, she totally tripped and fell. And she, like, not a graceful fall, like this really ugly fall, feet above her head. And she kept trying to get up, and she couldn't. She kept falling back down. And she was super embarrassed because everyone was watching her. Everyone could see her, and she could not get up. And finally, the two luggages behind her were able to kind of shift in and kind of set her free as she was able to go up the escalator with the luggage. And she was so embarrassed. She gets on this bus afterwards, and she's just sitting there thinking about this experience that she just had. And she was able to kind of see it like step back from it and see what was going on now that it, it had passed. And what had happened, she realized, was that her two luggages were too wide for the entrance of the escalator. And so if she would have just let go of her bags, she wouldn't she wouldn't keep have kept falling. She would have been able to get up and just go. She might have left her luggage behind, but she could have come back and got them or somebody else maybe would have brought them up to her kind of thing. But in the moment, she just couldn't see that. She just kept holding on to the, to the luggage, thinking that, that was, those were valuable and she shouldn't let go of them. But in hindsight, she could see that's exactly what was keeping her from, keeping her from going up the escalator was she, and falling because she wouldn't let go of this, these luggages. And she just started crying because the spirit spoke to her and helped her see that she needed to let go of her story about how bad she was because of the mistake she'd made. She needed to let go of the shame. She was thinking that she was having godly sorrow, but really what she was experiencing was Satan's counterfeit of shame. And once she was able to see this picture of the luggage and all that, she realized she needed to let go of shame so that she could be free to feel forgiven and move on with her life and progress upward up the escalator of life, so to say, right? And so what she realized in that moment, she just started crying because she just realized like the lesson that she learned and she was able to just let go of it and feel forgiven and move on because she let go of shame. And so what she helps us see is that shame is saying, I'm sorry, I'm terrible. But godly sorrow is, I'm sorry, that's not who I really am. When we can separate ourselves from the behaviors, we can let them go. And we can move on to become who we really are. But to become who we really are... We need to know who we really are. Those of you that are listening that are women, we are goddesses. We have the potential to be like Heavenly Mother and to be a goddess. And I just think that's so amazing to like think of that potential. And same for men, like to think of like they can be like God. And I think the more that we can like picture this and envision this and and see ourselves as that, the more we can become it. Every single one of us have the seeds for God-like attributes. We're our heavenly parents, and those attributes of theirs are in us. 
So when people say like, I'm not kind, I'm not thoughtful, I'm not all the, you know, whatever they say they're not, like, I just want to call them out and be like, yes, you are. <laughs> Those seeds are in you. That is who you have the potential to be, come. And like, that is a part of who you are. That is you. Maybe it hasn't been developed yet. Just like we learn about the seed of faith, it has to be nourished and planted and taken care of so it can grow. The same is with our godlike attributes, but they're who we are. We just maybe haven't developed them yet to the full potential that we want to, to be like God. But they're in us, and they are who we are. And I love Galatians 5, which talks about the fruits of the Spirit, because to me, this is what, like, the goddess that we are is in the potential, the divine person we can become is all these things that the spirit is. It is love, joy. Sorry, this is Galatians 5.22. I think I forgot to say that, but it is love. We are joy. We are peace. We are long suffering, which means we are patient. We are gentleness we are goodness, we are faith, we are meekness, which is humble, we are humble, and we are, we have temperance, we are temperance, which is, we have complete self-control. So anytime you use the words like, I am not blank, (laughs) and it's a good attribute that you want to develop, I want you to encourage yourself to like step back and rethink that. Actually, I am that thing. I just haven't developed it yet to where I want it to be. The statement I am is another name for God. And I think that has such unique purpose in this because that's when we say those words, I am blank, we we are gods. <laughs> and so when we say like, I am dumb or I am terrible, like we're putting words to God's name, to our potential that don't fit. We aren't terrible. We aren't dumb. Like we aren't those things. That's not true. So I want to encourage you that anytime you say the statement, I am, I want you to only put positive things. And even if it doesn't feel like correct, like I am patient, maybe you don't feel like you are that thing yet. But when you say it, you can see that that's, you have the potential to become it because it's the seed in you, the godlike attribute in you that you can grow and develop. It is in you and it is your potential. It is your future. It is who you are because it is who you will become with time. So, and if it helps, I guess, if that doesn't feel believable enough, you could even say, I am becoming patient. Sometimes we think that words aren't that powerful. Like, well, it doesn't really matter if I say I am terrible. Like, that doesn't really mean anything. But I disagree. I think our words are so powerful. We should say words that are true. 
like oh so many moms and i'm guilty of this in the past and it still wants to come up for me sometime is thinking like i am a bad mom (laughs) but that's not true like that actually is not true like i am not a bad mom maybe i'm not the mom that i see in the future that i want to become but when I use those words, I'm more likely to become it. If I say I'm a bad mom, then I'm more likely to act like a bad mom. Those words are so powerful. And if I choose to say I am a good mom or even just I like the statement, I'm an okay mom because <laughs> because I all I need to be is okay. And to me, that feels more achievable today than like I am a perfect mom or anything like that, right? So just even choosing those words helps me to focus on like what I want instead of what I don't want. Words are so powerful that way. So I want you to take some time to really think about this future you, this the God, the goddess that you are able to become, your potential, your divine self in the future. I want you to really try to picture her. What does she look like? What is she, how does she stand? Like, what's her presence like? What is she, how does she speak? How does she speak about herself? How does she speak about others? What kind of actions does she take? All these things, spending that time to visualize that and get to know her can help us focus on her. And help us realize that that is who we are because that is our future. We may not be it exactly right now, but that's what we, as we focus on that, we'll become her. That's who we are. So I hope that you will take that time to envision that and to to try to, to really focus on that this week. When your mind wants to go to where you're lacking, I want you to focus on what your potential is to become. And it's okay that you're not there yet. I just need to focus on that. And it's okay to say, I'm sorry if I show up the way I don't want to. But remember, it's not, I'm sorry, I'm terrible. That's not, that's Satan's counterfeit of shame. But instead, I'm sorry That's not who I really am. I hope this visualization helps you to to become a little every day more like her, who you really are. I love you all. Thank you for being here. I hope you have an amazing week and I'm excited to talk to you next week. See you later. P.S. If you are liking what is being shared on this podcast, I encourage you to reach out to me so that we can hop on a coaching call together to talk about your life and the things that are going on for you and how a mindset shift could make everything better in your life. So you can reach out to me from jaquel.toll.coaching on Instagram, or you can go to my website, jaquel.toll.com. I can't wait to talk to you.